0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR Podcast.
1: Before we get started, please like, comment, subscribe. As
0: always, make sure you guys follow all our socials link down below. We're almost at 100 followers on TikTok. And audio listeners, make sure you guys download it, whatever um, platform you guys use and rate it and review it out of the five stars as well. Before we continue, I uh, just want to sh- uh, share our condolences. We've got some sad news out of the NBA. Uh, Golden State Warriors uh, assistant coach Dayan Miljavich I really hope I didn't butcher that, but he has passed away at the age of 46. He was hospitalized on Tuesday in Salt Lake City and was in critical condition after, I think they were part of a team dinner. Team dinner. Uh, after a decorated 15-year playing/slash coaching career, the Serbian native joined Warrior staff in 2021. He was a beloved figure in the global in global and league circles. So rest in peace. Uh, We heard this news later today, the Golden State Warriors game against the Utah Jazz has been postponed, rightfully so. Uh, Condolences to the Golden State uh, team, front office, everyone involved in the Golden State, but most importantly to uh, Deion's family and friends, his wife and two kids especially. So sad news to start off with this podcast uh, as well, so rest in peace. Um, Another bit of sad news um, Colts owner, Jim Irsay, um, some of you guys probably have seen that he was, um, sorry, some of you guys have seen, seen that like he. the reports that came out, that he has some respiratory, serious respiratory uh, illness that was announced after the last game of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But reports also came out this morning that in December he was found uh, unresponsive with blue uh, skin tone. Uh, so, there was an emergency call. It was due to an uh, overdose on opioid, which is... we was treated with Narcan, a medicine that can reverse an opioid overdose. Sorry, that's the thing. So, there was some overdosing things. Um, Jim Irsay obviously has a history. He's acknowledged that. he's said he's tried to get help many times. So, get well soon, Jim Ursay. Hopefully, you come out of this strong. Um, yeah, so those two news. We got to start off with a little bit of the heavy hearts on the side of things, but... But we'll get right into it with the today's topics. Before those of you guys probably watching the title, they're like, why <laughs> is this not the trade video or Pascal Siakam? You guys ain't gonna talk about Pascal Siakam. He got traded today. Um, we already dropped that video out. It was dropped yesterday, uh, literally an hour after he, the trade was announced, which is not official as it of is recording yet. But yeah. Um, That video is already out, so make sure you guys check that out, that was our our immediate reaction. Separate video. Separate video, so we're not going to talk no Pascal Siakam today.
1: I love you Siakam.
0: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Or we'll probably address something later on if something comes along the reporting. But But let's get right into it. As usual.
1: NFL Divisional Round. NFL Divisional Round. Um, Yeah, this is the video for our preview and predictions, and let's just go by each game, and uh, we'll start off with, what do you want to start off with?
0: Let's go, let's go with the biggest game.
1: Biggest game. Bills-Chiefs. Right, that is biggest biggest game? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bills-Chiefs, Um, the rematch of a couple of years ago, Allen versus Mahomes. The only difference this time is it it, it is in Buffalo, right? So that's it's almost deja vu, you can yeah.
0: say. The thing is, like Mahomes said it, he's like, the, at this point, it's a rivalry, right? At this point. And uh, they've had, obviously, regular season matchups. They've had uh, playoff matchups, which Mahomes has gotten the better of. Trilogy. The so trilogy they're right here. T- Mahomes, and he said it perfectly, He's they're trying to make this rivalry similar to Manning-Brady. Right? Which has been, like, they played each other a lot in the playoffs. They played each other a lot during the regular season. One obviously got better in one part of the thing. You know what I mean. Right? And this is kind of going up to it. I'm not saying it's at the same standards. Yet, time will tell. But yeah, um, Buffalo Bills. The key from this is they're the hottest team. They're the home team. Go, uh, Kansas City. In my opinion, uh, I know your opinion said they're kind of back. My opinion still, I'm not fully sold on that offense because they played a Miami team who never beats good teams, and Miami was the team in the freezing cold, and Miami we all know is in Florida, which is hot. So there's a lot of question marks. Still, I need to, uh, this game will determine for me. But let's talk about Buffalo. Uh, I'll get that started. The keys to victory, uh, this win streak, and all that.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen coming in hot. Turnover free game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which was the biggest stat. But when you're playing a Chiefs team, we've seen it happen before to him. You don't turn over the football, you could still lose. Yeah. The key to this game, are two keys right here, is Josh Allen, obviously, not throwing an interception. The second key is how is this brutally injured defense going to hold up?
0: Yeah, so they're playing obviously a better defense than Pittsburgh, in my opinion. Oh yeah, Chiefs defense is yeah.
1: much more of an upgrade right now at this season.
0: And the cold doesn't affect the Chiefs. I mean, I, sure, it doesn't affect Pittsburgh as much. Yeah, but Pittsburgh either. also didn't have TJ Watt. Yeah, true. So that's and also a big factor. And this defense is healthy, right? Their D line's been playing well. They got some pl- guys playing well in the secondary as well. Um, so yeah, like for me, like the Chiefs, which is weird to say, is still car- is carrying the games more than the offense, um, and rightfully so, which is the main reason why they beat the Mi- um, high-powered Miami offense again. Miami's uh, usually well, uh, again, doesn't do well against the good teams. That's also
1: play calling, issues as well. Yeah, and us decision making.
0: But yeah, Steve Spagnuolo will get the defense uh, on the right s- spot there. Your point about the turn—not even just interceptions. Do not turn over the ball because you guys go hero mode sometimes, which exposes the ball and uh, fumble mode, but. Yeah, that's going to be the key.
1: There's one thing Buffalo has this time. They don't have... They didn't have the last... The first two times they played each other run in the game? playoffs. Exactly, run game. Joe Brady... Well, at least the usage Joe, of a run game. Joe Brady is making sure that James Cook is going to be a weapon in this game. Yeah. Right? He's done that. James Cook is one of the top leaders in rushing. Obviously, you wouldn't have believed that when Kent Dorsey was the OC. So, Joe Brady has put on the emphasis that Josh Allen is not the only running back on this team. And... uh which is going to prevent Josh Allen. The more times you get the ball out of Josh Allen's hand, it's obviously good and bad. Bad being because you want your playmaker to make the play, right? Yeah. But the, the good is he's not feeling the pressure every time because he could just hand it off to James Cook and the O-line could do their thing as well. So that's that's also a, a key factor there.
0: Yeah. So Buffalo, like I said, it's going to be a close game. But let's talk about Kansas City now. And defensively, I already said that they're going to be a better team defensively. Yeah. Um, I mean, they should be the same team defensively for sure. Offensively is the question marks. And Travis Kelsey, had, his only incompletions were his drops. So it wasn't even like it was Mahomes' overthrows or anything like that. That's number one. Uh, Rashi Rice helped this offense. Hopefully that continues. That's the main thing. Sky Moore is coming off the IR for this game as well. And I'm not saying Sky Moore is some like, world beater, but at least he'll help in certain senses. But again, the key is can this offense just click? Right, it didn't. It like you're right. Last time when we were arguing, Mahomes did. It clicked. It, Mahomes it did click. Mahomes made Mahomes plays like they're running for sure, right? But again, I'm I'm not discrediting what the offense did, but I just want to see it now against and now in a hostile environment against this team because, for, like Miami's history shows, they only had one big win this whole year, and even then they almost lost that game. And again, they're playing a Miami team. That didn't... That is in the cold. Yeah, Miami, no excuses. Miami I'm not, sucked. Alright. I'm not giving... As simple as I'm that. not saying that's on Kansas City. Yeah. Now, it's the true test. Like once I... this Like for example, the other matchup is Baltimore and... Houston. And Houston, right? If Kansas City does win this game and they look good doing it offensively, then this team could go back to the Super Bowl for sure. Obviously. That's the only way The, could see the thing it. with this,
1: Chiefs are coming off a dominating performance. There's no simple as that. Yeah. They were dominant offensively, defensively, and special teams. Altogether, they played a full complimentary football game. They haven't done that all year yeah. until the Miami Dolphins game. They still put up 26 points. Mahomes did Mahomes things. Rashi Rice had, I, mean, I don't know how many receiving yards, but he had enough, for, like good enough for, to carry the thing like last year where they didn't really have number one. Uh, Travis Kelsey, for me, is the biggest question mark as a pass catcher. Can he be the vintage Travis Kelsey?
0: Yeah, that's K- the thing. All if right.
1: Travis Kel- Kelsey is Travis Kelsey, this offense is cooking.
0: The other thing is, can Rashi Rice do it again? Because if well. he does, that will help Travis Kelsey. If he doesn't, then this offense ain't going anywhere. I don't trust Kadarius he Tony. He's shown it multiple times. Sky Moore hasn't had. Uh, Sky Moore, I think, hasn't. And has I've one Rashi game. Rice is
1: honestly, he had a promising rookie year. Yeah, he's been their best receiver. He's not uh, named like Travis at, Kelsey. He's been promising. Yeah, right. As a rookie, he's shown so many flashes this year. So. I, I, could trust, I could put my trust in Rashi Rice for a little bit here. But at the now moment.
0: the question is, they're traveling, right? So it's a prediction time now, unless you have more to add. That's to it. Now, a prediction time, they are traveling. Can you pick against the Chiefs? I can't.
1: You can't, but I will <laughs> <laughs> this time. Um, I am going with the Buffalo Bills. Reason being, I do believe... It's going to be the same thing as two years ago. We're going to get a classic game. It's just that this time, Patrick Mahomes' receiver might drop it. <laughs> drop the ball. Or yeah. Josh Allen will get the ball last, right? And uh, at the end of the day, the Chiefs do have the better defense. But that time, the Bills had a better defense.
0: Remember, the overtime rules are changed. Yeah, <laughs> overtime oh <yeah, laughs> rules this, are changed. Because yeah, of that game, of that changed. Game. So
1: we'll see if that takes an effect too. But the Buffalo Bills, as long as Josh Allen doesn't turn over the ball... I think they'll be able to win this game. Uh, and they just they just can't let Mahomes get into a rhythm.
0: Yeah. Um, the thing with the, this game for me is, I beginning of the year, I said Buffalo makes it to the Super Bowl. Then, obviously, the confidence went downhill. Even talking with Nick Shook, it went downhill. Now it's back up. I wasn't anticipating this to be the second round matchup, that's for sure. And if I go with that, Logic. I should pick Buffalo, but then I obviously change my mind. That's Baltimore going. I'm just gonna pick Kansas City, and it's because Patrick Mahomes. We haven't seen him not. I mean, there's a first for everything. We all know this, but I just think that he'll make the bigger plays. I think Buffalo will be playing. Uh, who did? did who, where is? Uh, what were the teams that Buffalo played during that winning streak?
1: They played the Cowboys. They played the okay, Chiefs. So they good. played um, the Dolphins. They played. And they play like some stinkers, like the Chargers and the Patriots as well.
0: Okay, I do want. And then is, now, will this be the best defensive play out? Now of Detroit, right? is
1: me the Steelers as well.
0: So is this the best team they've played?
1: They played the Chiefs defense, defense already, sorry. and they played the Cowboys
0: defense. Okay. So they played good defenses. So yeah, they already played them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh Chiefs or revenge game. Give me the Chiefs. It's gonna be a close game. Um, because uh, to be honest, even the Pittsburgh game, yes. It was closer than it was, but there were there was that little time frame where it was like it could have went bad for Buffalo. It, it just happened to but be. But
1: Josh Allen played well. He yeah, didn't so turn saying, over the ball. Yeah. So the question you can't is, blame that on Buffalo. No,
0: no, no. I'm just saying there was that time period though where it could have something could have went wrong.
1: Something could have went, but it didn't.
0: It didn't. But my point is that could be the game changer. I'm saying the Chiefs are a team that could capitalize. Yeah, yeah. That's but my that, point.
1: But the thing is, you can't capitalize if they didn't make the mistake.
0: But then again, the Chiefs are also a team that was relying on field goals a little bit more
1: in the game as well. But
0: I'll go with the Chiefs. Um, I don't know if it's just because I'm just going with... Don't go with what hasn't worked.
1: You're being boring. That's what you are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll go with the Chiefs. But yeah, I'm going with the Bills. Uh, Next game, we'll stick with the AFC. Yeah. Ravens-Texans. One versus four seed. And uh, we'll start off with the Texan side because they have been... The more surprising story for sure. Again, we're going to say it every time. When you're a pocket presence like C.J. Stroud, when you could pick apart the defense like C.J. Stroud with how accurate you are. Um, C.J. Stroud, you got to protect him. That is the number one key for the Houston Texans. They have been doing that the last two games. Nico Collins needs to continue what he has been doing. Last two games, 15 receptions, 291 yards, two touchdowns average of 18.5 yards per play every attempt to Nico Collins. So that is them offensively. Defensively, can you repeat the same performance as you did against the Cleveland Browns?
0: Questionable Robert Woods. That's the only one that has a chance of coming back to playing on the offensive side, which will help them. Uh, John Mechie, also questionable.
1: Lermy Tunsil's health should be questionable as well, just because... I don't see his name on here. I know he's not on the thing, but like, I'm still going to put it in there just because he has been hurt like he got hurt in the Cleveland Brown game Browns game and you need him at hundred percent or close to it as as much as possible.
0: So for me, um This is the only team left in our top three <laughs> uh, underdog uh, pick. Uh, under, I can't sit here they're underdogs. <laughs> I can't sit here and say Baltimore is like the won't get upset in this because of the way Houston's playing. let yeah. clear. So I'm not saying that um that's the case. And you're right with the pocket presence and all that, but the, this defense they're going against is insane, right? They have a bunch of pro ballers and all pros: Kyle Hamilton, uh, Marlon Humphrey. Um, on the you got Patrick Queen, you got all these guys in the, fr- um, the front. Roquan floor. Smith, Roquan Maddie
1: Smith, Jadavion Clowney's having a good year himself. Yeah. So yeah, this Ravens defense, yes, the Browns, and with were a good defense. But this Ravens defense shows up every game. And the Browns the, defense didn't show up every game. With single the lack
0: game. of and yeah, because obviously the reason why you picked the Browns was because they had the historically great supposed supposed to have the historically Yeah, so great like defense. the Browns,
1: the thing with the Browns defense, they weren't they weren't good on the away. Two games, obviously, one was a Houston one. Yeah. One was against the Indianapolis Colts when Gardner Minchu destroyed them. Yeah. So Yeah, this Ravens defense doesn't matter, home or away, especially in this late stretch. They held the 49ers in check. They held the Dolphins in check. Those are good offenses.
0: Yeah, and because of that, it's it's going to be tough to go for a Houston to win, even with CJ Stroud the way he's playing, because they only have one weapon. Yeah, mainly. but
1: flip side, Ravens. This is the best Ravens team since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right, we could agree with that. Better than Lamar's unanimous MVP year in 2019, I believe. It's a way better team than that. Another key factor is Mark Andrews could make a miraculous return this week.
0: Yeah, he had full <laughs> practice. He was a full participant today. And he was... Uh, he's still on the IR. So they have to still activate yeah. from it. Like Sky Moore was officially activated from the IR. He needs to be act, uh, activated. If from he's it. activated... But the thing with this game...
1: This makes this team better. Yeah. And how sure. does this team as get better? As good um, as Isaiah
0: make, likely has played for them, Yeah. Mark Andrews is better. Yeah. I, and, like, and he has that chemistry. The
1: way that Ravens have been playing, yeah. you can't say they play any better. Mark Andrews will make them better. Yeah. Another factor... Lamar is known to be a playoff choke artist. Exactly.
0: I was gonna bring that up.
1: Yeah, so don't choke like Dua, Dak and Tua. <laughs> so
0: the thing is here is this is a game where it's like kind of like Dallas Green Bay. Baltimore has pressure. They, they have they have yeah. the most pressure. Houston's playing with the house money, in my opinion. Because yeah, Houston wasn't 100%. even supposed to they're not, they're be not here. Houston wasn't supposed to be here. They're th- supposed to be a five one team. Exactly. <laughs> max. Even. Yeah. Right? And they are playing with house money. That's why that team, in my opinion, is scary to win at all. Baltimore is not Baltimore didn't have meaningful games for like two weeks now. They didn't have a game last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. And that's then they true, didn't yeah. have a meaningful game. So we saw that what happened with Cleveland for that reason. But again, Lamar should win MVP, most likely, whether even though he's not my pick, but he probably is the MVP he is the MVP favorite. And pressure's on him because he like you said, he's known as this playoff choker. Can he get over the hump?
1: I the, believe he can The good news for Lamar. Is that like here he got the main monkey off his back by having zero? Like he has one playoff win. Yeah. The the one thing that gives me more hope now than ever, more than ever, Lamar. This is the best Lamar we've seen. Better than his, in my opinion, better than his uh, 2019 year. Yeah. 21 MVP. Uh, again, Ravens defense is clutch, but the biggest factor for this Ravens team, it's the healthiest we've seen him in a long time. That And he and ha- in this, Lamar in this has part weapons, of the season, yeah.
0: And that defense is playing insane. So. Prediction, it's easy for me. I don't know if it's easy for you. It is Baltimore uh, for me. And it's mainly because I just think this team is way too talented, top to bottom. You've got the best kicker in history on your team as well when you need to, when you need him to be clutch. Uh, yeah. I'm going to shock the world. No way. Okay, I'm not. Uh, I'm, no way. I think
1: the Baltimore Ravens, um, nothing against the Texans, but I feel like your story comes to an end here. Um, it's going to be a close game. I think Ravens will be in control in most of the part of the game. I think they'll end up with a 10-point victory. We'll say 31-21 because I do still believe in the Houston as offense. As much as
0: I don't want you guys to win because you're in the same division as Indy. Make, But if you do win, it's a win-win for us because we put them in our list. As well. <laughs> That's yeah. the main thing. But the main thing for the
1: Ravens is to eliminate the explosive plays for Nico Collins. Yeah. Right? They will do that. And they definitely have the ability to do that. But let's move on to the NFC side. We'll go stick with one seed as well. Another team that has pressure to win is the San Francisco 49ers. Versing the high-flying Packers coming off an incredible upset over the 2 seeded Cowboys. Packers side of things, we'll start off there. Jordan Love needs to be perfect again.
0: Playing with house money, again. They are
1: playing with house money, but we're talking about keys to winning. What you did against Dallas, just find a way to copy-paste that.
0: Minus the ending bits where you kind of, like, obviously... Yeah, well that, that's, that's the more on the defense yeah. as well.
1: Um. Find a way to copy-paste that, you'll have a chance.
0: The problem, though, is...
1: You can copy-paste it.
0: The problem, though, is... We
1: could lose. (laughs) The
0: problem, though, is is Aaron Jones going to have that running game again. Uh. They're playing San Francisco's defense. Steve Wilkes is getting head coaching opportunity interviews in multiple places. So that's the big question mark. Do I think they replicate it? No. I think it ends here, unfortunately. Green Bay is on that... um, The win streak, they've been killing it for the last like couple of weeks. Obviously, they destroyed the Cowboys. Like
1: the Buffalo Bills, they were playing playoff games before the playoffs, which is obviously going to help you in the playoffs.
0: But now, the question is also, as much as I like saying momentum carries on for both, even bringing back Houston for a little bit here, the wear and tear on the body, right? It's football at the end of the day. Something can go wrong because of the wear and and tear. the, The other two teams, like I said, Houston, or sorry, not Houston, but the two number one seeds... Got to rest their players. Especially now, McCu- let's see if it if it's rust or if it's rest. Yeah, that's the question mark.
1: The big the big rest factor is question McCaffrey as well. But another thing is, even if Jordan Love is perfect this game, they could still lose because of the Packers' defense. Then at the end of the day, they did not they did not look good against the Cowboys, especially in the second half as you're well. You're the
0: youngest team as well, right? Yeah. Like, so again. like, we're not
1: saying like you're gonna win. We're not yeah. saying that like you have pressure to win. Like, you're going to be back. Yeah. You're going to make this NFC, which was a three-team race at the beginning of the year. In the next couple of years, you're going to throw in the Rams, you're going to throw in the Packers, as well as, like, NFC the, contenders. Yeah. As Lions. well. And obviously Lions yeah, as well. we'll get to later on, but... Niners. In my opinion, more high-power offense than the Dallas Cowboys. If
0: Brock pretty takes care take share of the ball, you'll win this game.
1: Exactly. That's, um, the,
0: main, that's the only thing for me. <laughs> they have a
1: better run game than Dallas, obviously led by McCaffrey. And... uh Niners are not choke artists. Yeah. They're, they're the, they're the, one, they're the th- one
0: team that, if anything, Green Bay chokes against San Francisco for exactly. the last couple of years. Yeah. I get it. There's totally different teams and totally different circumstances. So,
1: But especially going into the Bay Area, and it's going to be tough. San
0: Francisco's also, like they, outside of the Baltimore loss, their only losses were that little mini stretch they had in I think, October, November period. Yeah, that right? three-game losing streak. And three. then the, the four games they played, uh, they lost, Brock Purdy was concussed, and Brock Purdy played terrible because of that concussion plus the Baltimore game he was horrible. And unfortunately you're not playing Baltimore's defense again, right? You don't have to worry about Baltimore till the Super Bowl. And um, yeah, Baltimore um
1: defense is not the Packers yeah, defense. It's as so, simple as that.
0: So that being said, it's a very easy prediction for me unfortunately. I think this one I'm giving like I w- I would give Houston a chance because of Lamar's history and Baltimore's history in general. I'm not giving this is my team that I'm not giving a chance. I'm not giving Green Bay a chance.
1: Yeah, I apologize, Green yeah, Bay. Uh, you have you done incredible. Uh you made And there's nothing wrong with that. You made the NFL like happy. When,
0: you're gonna probably make our eight or S tier whenever we do our rankings. Yeah, you made here. the
1: NFL happy by eliminating the Cowboys, but your time has come to an end. I apologize. It will
0: come to an end. It hasn't come to an end yet.
1: I'm confident. <laughs> it has come to an end. But yeah, last game here. The Lions and the, another surprise in the Buccaneers.
0: Buccaneers is not as much of a surprise the way the Eagles played, I guess. As well,
1: but, um, geez, they can't tackle. But, yeah, we'll start off on the the Lions side. The coming off a playoff win, that's not normal in Detroit. Yeah. Right? Uh, especially for Lions fans. But this, this is, like we said, this is Cowboys' best chance. This is Lions' best chance, right? The NFC Championship game isn't, like, you're holding on. You have yeah. one hand on it right now. The other hand, you just need to beat the Buccaneers that you are a better team then.
0: The one thing I love about this is there's already some beef on social media going on. Baker Mayfield versus C.J. Garner-Johnson Jr.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised it's C.J. Garner-Johnson as well. Because he's (laughs)
0: saying that like, oh, you know, Tampa will be good, but they need a better QB. Yeah, He rebuttals by saying, watch your film, we haven't played Russell Gage or whatever the case, blah, 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 right? Whatever they were saying. So you're already going into this game with a little bit of personal side of things. I'm not saying it's completely personal, but so that's number one. Number two, Baker in the playoffs, yeah, he he might lose this game for sure. Don't get me wrong. But Baker's p- kind of performed in the playoffs. Cleveland. Three games. game. Baker. You, you're yeah. also having a team, Tampa Bay, led by Todd Bowles, who's won a Super Bowl, le- with Mike Evans, who's won a Super Bowl, with Antoine Winfield, on that defense, with um, Chris Godwin, and all these guys, right? So yeah. they have the championship pedigree with them.
1: The Buccaneers are... Like you don't think that like oh yeah these guys are gonna fall off like at the end nobody expected them to be here yeah right we all expected the Saints to win the division yeah as well exactly Baker Mayfield three playoff games performed well in all three considering he had to play the Steelers the Chiefs and, and at, that the, year. Time, the, steel, at uh, the
0: time the top Steelers at uh, the time the top Steelers the Chiefs yeah, the two seed Steelers and then or the Rams no. weren't anything none of the Rams it was three so. seed Steelers actually oh the, wasn't that one.
1: Yeah, no, the Steelers were eleven and zero. But like they had an Eagles collapse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so that one. Uh, Chiefs obviously, and then the Eagles. They, he played two teams that uh, after week eleven were the best team in the NFL? Yeah, and ended their season, and the, ended like basically cemented their claps, Yeah, the Steelers and Eagles. But yeah, no Baker obviously again like Jordan Love, you got a copy paste your performance. Yeah. Um, this Lions defense on paper is worse than the Eagles defense, but then again when you have Aiden Hutchinson there when you have CJ Gardner-Johnson, it's going to be scary to play against.
0: The, the big thing for me, uh, Dow, uh, Detroit's got to be physical. They're going to be physical, obviously led by Dan Campbell. They got to be physical. Hey, man. To win this game. The
1: one thing Dan Campbell n- does is teach his team how to tackle. Yeah. Right? And that's it's, it's not going to be the thing. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one issue for them offensively, do not drop the ball because they had many drops. They could have blown that game out in the first quarter yeah. if they wanted to. Uh, flip side, defensively, Vita Vea needs to be the MVP of the game for their defense. Reason being, Detroit's a run offense, right? When you have Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, Vita Vea needs to shut, plug those holes like how he always does. And Tampa Bay's run defense, as usual, is really good.
0: Yeah. Um, the thing with also is they got to contain Amon Ross and Brown. Yeah. As and then well. if you contain Amon Ross and Brown, you have Jameson Williams as well, right? Yeah, but like, there's, have, a, there's a drop off right? there. But def- I'm more concerned about Detroit's defense than I am with their offense. Yeah, um, that's true. Only because like the, we've seen stints of Detroit's defense in the regular season not live up to par and made games closer, or they had to come back and beat the Bears, or whatever the case may be. And honestly, I, I as much as I want to see Detroit versus San Francisco, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Tampa Bay.
1: Riding with Tampa I'm Bay. I'm riding with Tampa Bay on this but one. Yeah, we'll- you call
0: me boring? I'm switching that up now. <laughs> You're calling me boring, but no. Like I was thinking, I'm mean, if there's if an upset were to happen out of all the four games, this is the one, in my opinion. As much as I want to give Houston love there, um, in this, I, mean, case, I think technically Chiefs are considered the underdogs. I, don't, I think that, that's that's even. Yeah, match. Yeah. So I'm not doing that. That one's that one's boring. Like you could say either or for that yeah, one. That's, that's like a fifty. That's more fifty fifty. Yeah, a
1: little bit more on the line side. And your keys to win is to uh, your O line. Yeah. All right. Your O line has been really good. Todd Bowles blitzed the hell out of Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Your O line's going to have to deal with that blitz. Todd. And
0: Goff is prone to mistakes this year. Yeah. He, in has, he, yeah, has, he has made mistakes. Throwing, he kept the ball well. Uh, and you against know against yet, Goff
1: had a. Goff did what Goff needed to do against the Rams. Yeah. If Goff does what he needs to do against the Buccaneers, which I believe he does, I will pick the Lions. And uh, for me, the Lions and Niners will play in it the just sucks the Lions thing.
0: playing a dome? Because <laughs> the weather won't be as big of a factor then, yeah, as well. But yeah, no, I, I'm. This is my upset. I'm gonna. I'll go with it. This is like I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and like I said, I, the championship pedigree on that side as well is also the main reason why. And I'm not, obviously QB wise, you got to give edge to Jared Goff. I get that, but I don't think there's they're miles apart. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: you got to get credit to Baker. He's yeah. definitely closed the so, like, gap. There's definitely, sure. a,
0: they're like in the same tier or half a tier apart, no, if anything. No. Jared Goff's
1: one tier ahead, um, still. For
0: me, they're half a tier apart. Like Jared, based they're, on this they're still in different tiers. Yeah, and then um, the weapons are relatively the same. Who It depends, it's going to come down to the trenches. Most likely, like every playoff game will. And hopefully officiating is not a factor <laughs> in this game, like it yeah. will, probably will be. It'll be physical. But yeah, um, give me the upset. Give me Tampa Bay. I call, I'm calling it. Uh, all right, Tampa Bay
1: Lions is our predictions for here. So that covers the NFL divisional round. We're gonna move on to some NFL news as usual. Off season news kicking in, retirements are kicking in as well. Starting not off, not true
0: though. <laughs> according to Jason Kelsey, so yeah, not true. He well on the New Heights podcast. Well, I will get to it right now. Yeah, but uh, Jason Kelsey. It was reported that he would be retiring this season, even before the playoffs in general. And reports come after that he is retiring. It seems like he will be, but he did come out on his podcast with Travis Kelsey, the New Heights podcast, that he hasn't made a decision yet. And he he said it perfectly. It's tough to come up with, come with a decision after emotions, after that type of game, that type of loss they had. For me, who knows? That could probably change his mind, if anything. Honestly, yeah. If he was considering retirement, just the way they lost wasn't the greatest. There was a lot of turmoil, drama, internal drama on the team. Or he doesn't want to deal with that anymore. You want to go out, like, on
1: decent terms at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like... Brady, yes, he won the Super Bowl. People are like, oh, he could have retired then.
0: Then he kind of went on, on bad terms, even and though then, they made the playoffs with them. Yeah, nine.
1: but then, and then when he actually retired, yeah. like losing to the Rams, it was a close game to against the Rams. It was a really good game. Yeah. And then he retired. We're like, okay, yeah, you know, it makes sense. And then he decided to come back and mess it we up. Ruined it even <laughs> more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So Jason Kelsey has confirmed that he hasn't officially retired yet. He hasn't made a decision yet. Is the thing. And we'll see, right? Um,
1: he has 36. Obviously, NFL one of careers the greatest are centers of all time. NFL careers are shorter than compared to other sports, especially
0: for a lineman. Yeah, you really beat <laughs> where you're beat up and stuff for more injuries um, as well.
1: But yeah, no, one of the greatest centers of all time. And uh, if it is retirement, we'll miss you because that personality is hilarious now he's
0: more known because of the swift factor <laughs>
1: and the podcast is booming as yeah, well Yeah,
0: podcast is booming. i could see him in media you could, could just see him, see him, him yeah yeah
1: so like there's a future obviously in kelsey like with jason kelsey like he seemed it feels like he has himself set up for after retirement
0: yeah um let's move on to the head coaching news before we go to the other f- the random firings starting off with the firing we thought was going to happen that's not happening which literally just came out a couple of minutes ago here Mike McCarthy is set to return as for this fifth season as a Cowboys head coach. First of all, fifth season. I, I, I honestly thought it was like his third. <laughs> it felt like three, but yeah, he'll be back. Jerry Jones announced that on Tuesday. Um, all right. So
1: another Dallas implosion coming next season. Yeah. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> so, uh, Cowboys fans, get ready.
0: Jones said he believes his team is still very close. I agree with him. I don't think you you don't have the right leader to lead it. That's all. Yeah. Now like, to your point, this is where I'm like, okay, Jones, get off the team <laughs> as a as, as a yeah. GM, right? Um. Okay. The thing is
1: this. You as a roster, like I'm not saying blow it apart, right? Like I'm not saying like the roster is still talented. Don't get me wrong, right? Like Jerry Jones still put out a decent roster, but. When you're looking as clueless as they did in the playoff game, there's something wrong with the coaching, and they've done that many years, right? Like two years in a row when they lost to San Francisco, their final drive was—it looked like what the hell they're doing. It, it 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 felt like me and you were playing. Yeah. Like like they had no clue what was going on. So that comes down to coaching.
0: So it is the final year of his contract. Maybe that's why he wants to save money, but. You know that's dumb because you're gonna waste another year. You gotta pay your quarterback most likely you're gonna find you a find a quarterback, up, unless yeah. you could find an upgrade somewhere somehow. Um Yeah, uh, wrong decision in my opinion. You, there's a lot of coaches out there, right? You could you could try to convince Pete Carroll to get out of Seattle if you want to. Especially there's when Bill Belichick. Especially when he's available. Yeah, there's uh Mike Vrabel, still available. So yeah, I, I don't get it. The way you guys lost this year once again was the reason why I thought the Giants would be better than them, but they proved me wrong during the regular season. But that ain't gonna win you a chip, and you're another one and done exit, uh, or whatever the way the way you lost was brutal. I'm not surprised because people thought Jason Garrett should have been fired, and then he kept him along for a couple more years. It's also because Jerry Jones, from what I whenever I hear, uh, Marcus Spears. Uh, and all these guys talk on because uh, he's a former cowboy himself. The thing with Jerry Jones is he wants control, and if you're gonna get it Bill Belich- Belichick, I doubt you'll control. You won't. You won't get to control Bill Belichick. That's true. Yeah. You get to. You could control Mike McCarthy, especially when you did. McCarthy. Right? So is this a Jerry Jones imprint? It's more of a... Yeah, it's a Jerry Jones imprint because is McCarthy just no, a? People weren't so happy with the hiring in the first place. And McCarthy he, just Mike- a yes man Mike- to Jerry yeah, Jones? Yeah, essentially, that's this what Jerry that's Jones? That's what Jason Garrett was.
1: Is Jerry Jones? The actual coach of this football team,
0: probably, because think about it. Like, you hire Mike McCarthy when there's other options available at the time, and you let them do their thing,
1: right? So the interview, the interview process for the Cowboys might be like, "You're gonna listen to me."
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: And then all like, the good coaches, to your are point, like, like, like I all didn't, the good coaches, are I like didn't, no,
0: I, I didn't blame J, uh, um, Jerry Jones for the way they lost. Yeah, that's on coaching. I get it. He hired the coach. There's control there. But I don't think Jerry Jones plays on the field. That's why I disagreed with that. But the bigger picture is the same thing. He's the owner. He wants control already. Because of that, he named himself and his son GM uh, or president and whatever the case is, he has personnel decisions. So which means he could still control the coach he wants and he could tell him, like, hey, you, uh, we're going to get you this, right? Not going to work like that, right? And that's that's the problem with this, Um and yeah, so if this is the case, it's stupid. There, I won't be surprised if Dallas bows out again. Jerry Jones will save money by not ha- uh, paying two coaches at once. He'll just go out and get another coach, whoever he wants, whether that be Dan Quinn if he's available again, and he will just promote him. So yeah, I think it's, I'm not surprised necessarily, but I think it's um I I but I I'm surprised but not surprised. You get what I mean?
1: Yeah. If you guys want a full Dallas Cowboys reaction, go check our last pod because we talk about this way more. Yeah about McCarthy but way yeah, more no, I, as well
0: yeah this is stupid yeah that's like, all it is
1: moving on to the next head coach also not leaving this dude is not leaving
0: but he deserves not to leave yeah
1: Mike Tomlin no. uh, announced to his players and team and, coach and team stuff, sorry. that like he will not leave that doesn't mean the Steelers can't kick him out because <laughs> Pete Carroll said the same thing yeah so obviously it'll be a dumb decision if the Steelers do kick him out because Mike Tomlin in 17 straight years has a over 500 record Five hundred or better, yeah. as well. So,
0: in my opinion, whoever the GM is, the ownership, you have to support Mike Tomlin. Get him a QB that he could fit with. Whether that be you go trade or trade for Justin Fields. Yes, I will blame Mike Tomlin slightly because he kept Matt, Matt Canada along. I don't know if it was his decision or the GM's decision, like it couldn't like the Jerry Jones thing. But I feel like Mike Tomlin because the, the, the thing with Pittsburgh is you don't they don't change coaches or coaching staffs, especially in the middle of the season. But in general, often I feel right? like
1: you, there's got to be something like. Yes, obviously, Mike Tomlin is the same coach. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you gotta see some change in Steelers, especially on the offensive side. So just find a way to get a At better the end of the offensive. staff. the you need staff. to win a
0: championship, and that's what your you, organization you got, is known you for. You
1: need a QB, and you gotta find a way to. You're you're the team find that a way to win the change your offensive staff, OC, and all this all this all these things here. Online you're the coach.
0: team that had Terry Bradshaw's QB, then you had Ben Roethlisberger later on down the line. You ain't gonna win with Kenny Pickett. You ain't gonna win with Mason Rudolph. You ain't gonna win with whoever else is there.
1: Although okay? Mason Rudolph does give again, you, you ain't winning shit. <laughs> does with give him. you the best chance, but <laughs> which is not. Yeah, you're
0: not gonna go anywhere. You you might go nine and eight and then bow out in the first round again. Like the team ain't that great. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how that goes. But speaking of offensive coordinators, we got two firings. Number one, the Browns have fired of uh, uh, OC Alex Van Pelt, Titans coach. Uh, TC McC- McCartney and running backs coach little surprising Stump Mitchell tight end
1: coach really
0: huh tight coach tight end coach running backs coach and their OC I mean David Njoku according Joku, to Justina Anderson
1: David Njoku and had a really good year
0: yeah and then Nick like I don't think the running backs were that terrible this year either I
1: guess I don't know maybe Stefanski once looks for some change yeah potentially
0: Stefanski is the offensive guy himself. So Yeah, so... A um, little bit su- little surprising. I'm li- surprised. I'm a little bit surprised. Uh, considering what the roster you had, that was destined. Okay, I could
1: see Alex Van Pelt as OC just because we're not getting the best out of Deshaun Watson. At the end of the day, he is your main QB. Yeah. So maybe I could see something like that happening. Titans coach, I'm definitely surprised just because no, David Joku, and Joku yeah. cooked this year, especially with Flacco.
0: But how much was that with Stefanski and how much was that...
1: And then running back's coach, obviously. Yeah, but dro- again, I agree with you there. Running
0: yeah. back's coach, like... But maybe, yeah, I think I think they're trying to look for
1: some change just to yeah. get Deshaun Watson... But the change just was, like, just, they're not healthy. Huh?
0: They're just not healthy, I know, man. but
1: when Deshaun Watson was on the field... True, but... He was I'll pretty ta- like dreadful. The other
0: guys, too, in general, they were just not healthy at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I know. Obviously, they're not healthy, but the issue is your quarterback was dreadful when he was on the field. And the guy you brought in who's 38 off the couch was miles ahead of him. Yeah. As a quarterback. So a
0: little a little surprising for me. Like, obviously, I didn't expect anyone to get fired here. Maybe, yeah, you're right. They just want to change something they internally. The Maybe p- there's internal shit that we don't know about. Yeah. Right? Simple as that. Um, another firing, which I'm not surprised by, but I'm surprised this par- on this part, is that the Saints fired their o- offensive um, coordinator, Pete Carmichael. Yeah, which was okay. s- expected. I'm not surprised. I'm just surprised that Dennis Allen is making that decision. Because why is he still employed?
1: Yeah, um, at the end of the day, we're going to move on from the Dennis Allen part just because he is employed. If he was going to get fired, he would have been fired by now.
0: Also fired our senior offensive assistant, Bob Bicknell, and wide receivers coach, Cody Burns. Not surprised Yeah. again.
1: Offensively, Dennis Allen's a defensive guy, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so obviously the bigger issues on this team was offense. Yeah. So I could see... Dennis Allen is not Brandon Staley. Where Den- Dennis Allen's with the Saints defense, they were still go- decent. Yeah, where Chargers were absolutely horrible.
0: But the problem is, this is like a scapegoat situation again with Mike McCarthy. But at the end, like but thing that
1: Mike McCarthy is offensive. Guy. I know. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, you.
0: I'm talking about the overall picture. Yeah, of the coach. yeah,
1: the overall picture of the Saints, their offense was not good. Yeah, for a better part of the season.
0: But even with the Staley side of things, their offense kind of struggled. Kellen Moore kind of made it okay. The defensive the overall head coach Yeah, so that that's that's
1: what helps Dennis Allen's case. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say here. For sure. Yeah, but it's again the point is there's his the, overall
0: the, leadership isn't there. That's the question. Oh yeah, that's all. Dennis Allen aside, mark. there's options on the offensive coordinators uh, that might be available. Whether you could get, you know, poach someone from a different team to promote someone like a Jim Bob Cooter, how he got poached from Jacksonville that way. Because the difference between this and college is in college you could clearly just take another guy's head coach. That's what Alabama yeah, did, right? I guess. And then Washington took Arizona's coach, and then Arizona took San Diego State's coach, and San Diego State's probably going to take I don't know whoever else's coach, right? <laughs> like that, that works in college, which is kind of weird. Here, you could like easily deny someone from moving, or you have to trade. Like Belichick could have been traded if they didn't come to a mutual uh, agreement to part ways, right? So in this case, yeah, like I'm not surprised by the firings. I'm just surprised Dennis Allen's a coach. You just go find yourself a better offensive because you have. Uh, I think Derek Carr is still okay like I'm not saying he's like uh, clearly he proved me wrong in terms of how bad he was last year but how much was that on the play calling that's number one but number two there's a lot of check downs as well but you still have Michael Thomas you still have Chris Olave you have Alvin Kamara
1: Chris Olave is the main man with Alvin Alvin Kamara Kamara. Chris Olave and uh, but I'm saying you have
0: Mike Thomas and he's been there yeah, he's bit. he's not the same. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's still he's been there. He's definitely the same. I, th- been there. I think
1: you could draft another wide receiver potentially. For no,
0: for sure that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying you still have solid weapons in those three. Yeah, guys. you have decent weapons. Yeah. Yeah, like you have one of the best running backs in the game. You have an up-and-coming receiver, Michael Thomas. Yeah, I didn't watch much Saints because they sucked and they were boring to watch. So I can't comment too much. Saints fans, you guys could comment uh, down below what you guys think. But yeah, not not surprised by this at all. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Nothing, nothing much to say for here, but this one thing for sure though whenever we preview next season how he puts Staley off the bat as the guy off first guy that will be fired Dennis Allen replaces him in that probably
1: and there's also Saints are in cap hell as well like a lot of a lot of older players they're still play good don't get me wrong like Demario yeah. Davis Cameron Jordan but there are also a lot of money given to them as well but yeah so that wraps up our NFL talk for today we're yeah, gonna so move call on so me you guys predictions down yeah. below
0: sorry last thing predictions down below but also I I already put the polls that are scheduled to come out who do you think um who uh, will win the games on the weekend NBA quickly we're not going to talk much about the Pascal Siakam side of things we already dropped a video but I did drop a poll already who do you think won that trade comment that or, or vote on vote that uh vote on that as well on the YouTube or YouTube channel community post all right next up MLB Jays signed someone Gabriel Cabrera who's Cuban but played in the Japanese league
1: yeah, and apparently he had a strong year in the Japanese league. So there were the it was Uriel Kubera, right? Yeah. So the Jays were interested in in him, which honestly makes sense. Starting pitcher, as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see what impact he can make. Um, He's
0: gonna be a depth pitching piece. Totally. Yeah. The stack we'll see. We have.
1: We'll see. Um. Obviously, Japan League is no joke. We already know this. Like.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially the fact that Japan won the WBC as well, which gives you prime evidence that the, J- the Japanese league is no joke. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, this is interesting just because we signed a pitcher yeah. where we need we, batters. We, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: it's pending a physical still. There's hurdles with his immigration status, according to Ken Rosenthal. Length of the contract and financial terms not have been reported yet, but it's supposed to be a multi-year deal.
1: Yeah, um, again, starting pitching was a gem for the Blue Jays. But the question what, mark is you need depth always. You always need depth, especially in pitching wise. And there's two things: performance wise, there's still question marks with um, Kikuchi. Is he going to do the same thing? We don't know what Manoa's going to be, right? And the num- number two thing is the reason why your pitching was so good last year is because you had the, the healthiest bullpen, um, the healthiest starting pitching group all year. That usually never happens.
0: Yeah. Um, outside of that, unless you notice some names, I don't see anyone that signed yet, which is still crazy. Which is crazy. We're yeah. We're almost near the. Uh, we're in the middle of January. You've got the
1: Bellingers. You got the Soler, You got the Chapman's as well. Blake Snell hasn't signed. Snell yet. hasn't like a bunch of pitchers haven't signed. Yeah. Either. I don't. I don't think Montgomery did he sign? I don't think Montgomery signed either.
0: Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, yeah. Uh, Aaron Nola signed. Sorry. Yeah. Josh Hader.
1: Yeah, he's looking for a lot of money as well.
0: Jordan Montgomery has not signed.
1: Yeah, so still a lot of quality pieces left in free agency. The only issue is, are you going to sign Chapman to $150 million? Are you going to sign Bellinger to $250 million and all this stuff? Bellinger
0: here? was like two and three in the outfield. They're still there. J.D. Martinez, Reese Hoskins, Jorge uh, Soler, like you there's mentioned. There's a lot Justin of good Turner, players. Justin Turner, Kevin. No, not Kevin. Yeah, I think those are the Tim Anderson. I know he's struggled this year, but yeah. The thing, the thing with
1: all these players are they all have been up and down in their career. Jock and Adam Duvall. Yeah, all, so like they've they've all been up and down in their career.
0: Yeah, that's why it's like it's not a good year. Like that's why I'm not surprised if Chapman's asking for 200 mil. I'm seeing why teams are not giving it, including the Blue Jays. I'm seeing why, uh, teams are not giving it to Bellinger because you pro- Bellinger might be safe to bet to get like a one and one deal done. Prove it that last year was not a fluke with whatever team he decides to go to even Chapman come back to I don't mind bringing Chapman back for one one year 20 million I don't care it's just one year you have no um, cap space really anyways just do it and then see what you truly have and then show that last year was not a fluke for Chapman it's not it's not his bad year and then for um Bellinger, Bellinger it's not a fluke good year right yeah, as so well. that's how it's got to go like spring training stuff is starting what in a month yeah starting usually soon. at least yeah. the players are going to start reporting end of, to training end, in end February right and Yeah, and the spring training games will start in March. Yeah, and then in March and then you got the season yeah. in April. All right, let's move on very quickly. Um, UFC, massive uh, fight added. First pay-per-view, right? Is it th- coming up Oh, first per view this weekend. We yeah. There's not, I mean, there's not much to, I don't know, I can't, I'm not going to predict. I don't know how is fights. He's supposed to be better than Sean Strickland, so on paper. I feel like I'm going with
1: a, I'm going with the, the contender with Du Plessis. Yeah. Reason being, I feel like, you got a shit kicked in the stands. I don't think I don't think any man's gonna take that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think. Yeah, I th- like
0: Sean was not Sean was supposed to be in this position anyways. It was supposed to be Izzy. Yeah. Sean did upset. He deserves it. Don't get me wrong. But, but Sean was ranked number five, and Trickis Duplessis was supposed to be the guy fighting Izzy at that time. And also,
1: well. can like, we don't know. Sean has a Sean's at the top. Yeah. Can Sean stay at the top? Yeah. Right. There's always a question mark, and it's very important to get your first title defense as a win. But at the same time, I've witnessed a light heavyweight division where it just changes hand <laughs> every every time. And that being
0: said, Uncle Lev is uh should be fighting. Yeah, uh, it should be fighting um, Pereira. Pereira.
1: Yeah, so I'm going with Duplessis just cause. I don't just think any man. <laughs> I don't think any man's gonna take that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> let
0: me check what the betting favorites for that is very quickly. But it's in Toronto. Not a great card at all. Yeah. Uh, today's Stricklin,
1: what Strickland's not happy that he's fighting in Toronto either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. If it was Vancouver, I'd be more pissed, <laughs> just cause.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's two other Canadians on this ma- on the main card fighting, and obviously the undercard has everyone that's can- at least one person's Canadian. Everything, which they usually do that for obvious reasons. Yeah, obviously. Um, See you in Brazil, yeah, like the women's Bantam weight championship is on the line. I Don't know who these people are, so not not even gonna bother. But right now, based on this, Strickland is minus one thirty, which means he's a favorite. He's a favorite. It makes sense. The score. It does make sense. Yeah. Strickland is
1: like don't get me wrong, Strickland fought amazing against Izzy. Yeah. But that's only one fight. Yeah. At the end of the day. Can you do it again? I don't know. A lot of shit's been talked by Strickland as well. So Yeah. We'll see. I
0: think they no, they they met up today and they were fine, which is hilarious. But There's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> unless so, unless, unless there's a show. Let's, a, talk, let's talk Unless U- there's a
1: ploy. The fight was a ploy in y- the stands. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's talk UFC three hundred. Two fights have been added. One is Bobby uh, Green versus Jim Miller. Don't know much about both. We're not going to talk about that. The BMF title is actually, for once, being defended.
1: Finally. Right? finally. Masvidal
0: never defended that shit. Never. <laughs> it's Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway for the BMF belt. That's at crazy. UFC 300 in April. I think this is a co-main because uh, I feel like Edwards will fight in the main event, which should be against Bilal in our opinion. Yeah. But yeah so but this is a massive fight both guys are punchers they're strikers I love Justin Gaethje if it wasn't for Volk Holloway should be like king of that division as well yeah and I hope I could see a fourth fight for one last time just to see that third fight was not a fluke between Holloway like how Holloway was I think that story is done bro no there's rumors that they're gonna fight Depends (laughs) no. Depend. It depends <laughs> There's obviously. rumors that they're going to fight That's why I'm bringing it up We'll see And I do want to see it now Especially with Volk We could see a
1: downfall of Volk Coming yeah, up as well So that's what I'm saying yeah. this,
0: this is the perfect time to catch it Because we saw Figueroa and Moreno Four times, right? If we I'm not did. mistaken yeah, we did. I won't be surprised like, Who else is going to If um. If he wins If Taporia doesn't win yeah. I'm down to see one last fight Just to see it.
1: Yeah, Then that's true I agree with that then.
0: Because there's no one on Who's going to touch Either of them Hallway destroys everybody In his path that's Outside true. of Volk Yeah Right? But so even,
1: like, the thing is this, like, what Volk has done in that division, even if Holloway beats him, yeah. Volk is still the goal. Yeah, <laughs> but in Volk this is case, still the better. <laughs> it's
0: un, I'm pretty sure it will be lightweight, um, most likely. So we'll see. Uh,
1: so Holloway's going to It's up hard
0: for me to predict against either because, like,. I, Uh, Like I said, hallway 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 beats everybody that's not. We gotta save our predictions. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying early, early on predictions, but we gotta save our predictions. So it's a massive add to the card. I did expect G8G to fight. I did see this rumor. I just didn't know how true it was gonna be. So it's true. And yeah, so we'll see who Leon Edwards ends up fighting. Did you hear that there was a rumor that Khabib is fighting Leon Edwards on that card?
1: Yeah. It's. It ain't happening. It's. It's not happening. (laughs) It ain't happening. (laughs) But yeah, let's move on to. Pedersen news from the NHL.
0: Yeah, so not really news. It's the lack of news. (laughs) That's the best way to put it, right? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Ian McIntyre, Sportsnet, uh, who represents the Canucks, usually was talking to Patrick Alvin, and they were figuring out the conversations. And a lot of the news is that, you know, nobody knows what PD wants, including his own agency. How much of that is a media ploy? We don't know. And I saw a post... Say that, you know, you can't blame PD either because he wanted to sign long-term. You didn't blame Benning for that because of all the cap issues there. And then, obviously, the way the organization treated some pieces, whether it be the current regime, previous regime, which includes Bo Horvat, and as much as everybody wants to say about Bo Horvat, they hate him now. He wanted to sign. You guys didn't want to sign him for the value he was at. I agreed with Yeah, and then other cases... So the way he was treated, his close In other cases,
1: yeah, Bruce Boudreaux That treatment... Quinn Hughes came out... And talked about the Tucker Pullman, yeah, injuries, and not Tucker Pullman. What it was, the other guy, Tanner Pearson. Tanner Pearson, yeah, yeah, on the TP, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so, so, so there obviously a, there's a case,
0: and there were concerns that you in the beginning of the season, what's this team gonna look like, right? Him and JT Miller supposedly have beef, which obviously is not true. I'm just saying they're they don't JT Miller coming outside that we don't get a necessarily get along personality wise. That doesn't mean they hate each other. Yeah. Right. But, and you signed him long term, but not Bo Horvat. And like I said, the whole Bo Horvat thing, people have their own opinions the way he left. I don't, we agree that he didn't, never left on bad terms. That's a different story. But, so, you know, that's why he wants to take his time. Um, is he good with t- Rick Talkett? We'll find out. Is he mad about not getting the captain? We don't know. I don't think so. He doesn't have the personality to talk to the media every day. And I'm sure he is fine with that. <laughs> but the reason why it's being brought up is because All-Stars are around the corner. He is going to be doing media, especially that it's in Canada. It's in Toronto, yeah. right? And he was, what, is he going to avoid the media questions? He, he said he doesn't want to talk, right? But this is going to be like national media coming out, not just the Canucks media. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Canucks media really talked much about it to him. Mainly because he hasn't really been... Um, Open about uh, it. Open for interviews yeah. in general. Because it's not his job as not, like, you know, if he was captain, a different story. Yeah.
1: Um, situation, obviously, as a Canucks fan, is a little bit concerning just because at the end of day, he still has the potential of leaving. Yeah. But at the same time, we're getting the best hockey from PD. Pro-
0: no, so the problem is, the Canucks just want to know if he wants to sign, whether he doesn't want to sign the paper now or not. Yeah. Now he could be bullshitting for all we know, but let's just say they get an inkling that he wants to sign, then they know what to do with the cap. But let's just say he tells you, "I don't want to sign long term." You have to trade him at this point. Do you waste this window? You, you that's can. That's the problem. You the can. way the Canucks are currently playing, you can't. So waste So that's the window. why. That's I guess that's where the frustrating part is from the fan base and like from the reports that like if he we don't know if what PD wants and you can't say it. fan bases could say that oh he'll sign. People said that about Bo Horvat. Look where Bo Horvat is now, right? And the difference is right now is Bo Horvat did say I want to be a Canuck. PD hasn't said that yet. What yeah, he said true. three years ago is a different story, right? And that's where the concern is. Cause as Canucks fans, we I hey, I agree with that. Because let's just say he wants to leave and he is an RFA, so you're you have, you could kachuk trade him type of thing, so yeah, which is yeah, good. Yeah. It's not a knee-lander situation. Like, but those. if that's the case, yes, go out and go get Jake Gensel then. Take an opportunity of this window because the reason why we're here is because of Elias Pettersson. in my opinion, our best player. Um, yes, you could all have an argument with Quinn Hughes and Thatcher Demko. I get that. At the but rec- at least, offensive production on the goal scoring wise, he's the best. In this, guy.
1: In this recent road trip, it is P- it's PD is the game to yeah. be the best player right now. It's, there's two things, right? Obviously, the bad is like we could lose PD. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The good is he's playing his best hockey. Yeah. He's playing with a free mind, right? The year we had to we signed him in training camp. All this off season was figured out: well, contract, contract, yeah. contract. Right. He came in the beginning of the year. I'm going to focus on hockey. He's been focused on hockey. Look what's happening. Yeah. We were having an incredible like, year. And
0: then the other side of things is, that, oh, the Canucks media and the Canucks fans are just, you know, he said he was going to do this. Stop, there's bothering, also one, stop bothering him about there's,
1: it. Yeah. But there's also one thing that gives me a little bit of confidence that he will sign. At the beginning of the year, he said, with Elliot Freedom, he's like, Elliot Friedman interview. I want to like, see how the team is. Right. He wants to see performance of the team. The team is performing well, so if you're basing off those words, you know, favored like him resigning in Vancouver should be favored.
0: Yeah, we right? don't. But well, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes.
1: Obviously, Obviously we, we do not know. Don't get me wrong, but we're, we're. I'm playing off what is given. He said he wanted, he would love to be a Canuck, but he has to assess the performance of the team. He wants to see how the team is. The team is absolutely killing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I ultimately think... Okay, my prediction, I think he will end up signing. The question is, will he sign the Matthews deal, three, four years, whatever it is, bridge deal, or will he end up signing long-term? I don't know. Obviously, if I'm dumb, you have to sign long-term because PD's number one priority, and then number two priority is Filip Peronik. So if you're going to go all-in this year, you don't want to trade a Vasily like Obviously, I'm saying the two Swedish guys are untouchable, in my opinion. Um, But like a guy like, would you trade... Instead of Hoaglander, maybe it's Vasily Pot close and Andre Kozmenko, a pick... And maybe another B-level pro- pro- prospect for Jake Gensel to take that risk. That's a decision you got to decide, right? Because maybe you don't want to get rid of Paul Colson, but if it means that P.D. is going to be gone this year and this is our cop window, you go get Jake Gensel. Which I don't. Who I, we talked about it last time. You could check it out. I don't think he will end up getting traded because I think Pittsburgh will make the playoffs. But yeah, like that, that's the thing. Like I get both sides of this thing, especially if you don't know um, what his decision is. Like and if the reports are like, yeah. we don't know, this agents don't know, then it's definitely a little bit concerning. Oh, obviously, there's But concern. it could be a media ploy. Like, it's we use media tactics all the time.
1: There's there's definitely a concern, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right? If there's still confusion because the Canucks have been killing it, like, at the same time, like, when we saw the Canucks go off to their hot start, we're like, oh, yo, PD will sign in November. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. So, that, that also against, that probably goes against what my point is, that what he said, but maybe he just wants to genuinely just wait out the whole year. Obviously, that is a risk. There is a risk to that. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't complain about the performance. And at the end of the day, I do believe him playing with a free mind without any contract, without any of this shit in his head, is producing one of the best hockey years of his life.
0: Maybe it is in his head and he's doing this because he's technically still without a contract. <laughs> so we. Go, but if he is, that's insane. Because imagine if he gets the contract and does it better. And The other thing, the last point that maybe PD is concerned with is similar. It's similar to the Bullhorn, I I He never, he doesn't have the line mates until now. He has the lotto line, but for most of his tenure, he doesn't have he didn't have like the Rantanen, like Rantanen mckinnon McKennan duo, right? yeah, like that, or the Point Scott, and right? Kutrov duo, exactly yeah. Stamkos and all of them, right? So maybe that's a concern. Maybe that they're fixing that by getting another second line guy and keeping the of line together. Who knows? We don't know what's happening with that. But yeah, ultimately we'll see what happens. Obviously, PD. I know you're not watching this, but we've, we we'll love you. you man. <laughs> Resign. You're good. You're a good player. We all know this. We are uh, clearly when you have talent around him, look how uh, like, you have, name me a better starting five, like that five man unit outside of maybe Colorado.
1: Yeah. Especially this year. Obviously you could still name about like one in Vegas. You could still, one healthy. you could still yeah. name obviously goalie aside. You could still see Edmonton as well. Um, Tampa Bay is always, always going to be in the conversation yeah. as well. But yeah, um, this year, you can't. You can't name anything better.
0: You mentioned Edmonton. I, I want to ask this question. Last thing before we get off the NHL topic here. They're probably going to make the playoffs. They're on like an 11-game win streak. They're right going to make it. <laughs> right. I think they're going to end up being a top three division seed now because the way um Kings are falling. I don't think anyone in the East is going to win the Cup. Right? So it's between Edmonton, Canucks, and... The Jets, the way it's going, because the Leafs having won in regulation and they've struggled as of late. Is Edmonton okay? Obviously, the Canucks are people projecting to be the team to be Canada's best team this year, go furthest, to probably win the Cup. If you were to rank them, I still think it's Edmonton.
1: It's still Edmonton. I,
0: if Edmonton were to match up Canucks in the first round, man, I'm not gonna be scared.
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna be very like scared. I,
0: I would honestly, like bias aside, p- would pick, probably pick Edmonton win the series.
1: Yeah, especially like they're like the situation they put themselves in, right? They're, they're gonna be a team that's coming hot into the playoffs, yeah. right? And when you have McDavid and Dry playing good, obviously Edmonton's always gonna like they're the at the end of the day, you're you always have the best player on the ice in McDavid, yeah, right? And obviously, depending on Dry who you're playing, you might have the two best players on the ice, yeah. And, so, and Edmonton's obviously have the playoff experience more than the Canucks do, they have everything. They have more favored, right? The only thing the Canucks have better than Edmonton Oilers, guaranteed, is goaltending.
0: Yeah, and I anticipate them making a move on defense or goalie. We'll see, though. But yeah, like I'm not crazy to say. As much as Canucks fans are gonna be like, "What the hell? What type of Canucks fans are you?" But we're just being real here.
1: We're being real. It's gonna be, if we line up with Edmonton in the first round, it's gonna be scary. Would you power The best case scenario for the Vancouver Canucks is they win the division. Oilers and Vegas are the two and three.
0: And then they play them in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because even though Seattle's on a heater, I'm not as scared. Even though the best... I think the best case scenario for the Canucks as a whole, that's a win-win-win-win-win situation is you get Seattle, you get a potential rivalry started that people are making this rivalry to be. And that's like a win-win through media, through the teams... Through just fan storylines, storylines and stuff, right? That's the best situation. But yeah, so if you were to power rank it, will it be? Um, I mean, Winnipeg's killing it, but would you put Edmonton, Canucks, then Winnipeg, and then Toronto as a four?
1: Yeah, I, I could agree with that. Uh, Toronto's four guaranteed for me. Yeah. At the end of the day, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Canucks, I think you could just flip flop all three. Right now. Yeah.
0: But I just cause like Edmonton's experience plus having the best player in the world probably gives them a little bit of edge on everybody and the hot streak potential. As
1: well. And Winnipeg's also experienced too. Yeah. As well. So
0: so yeah. Um, That's the NHL talk. Let's end it off with some soccer. Nothing new on the transfer side of things. It's just quiet but from what I'm seeing.
1: A nice little surprising story. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now granted, keep in mind soccer this year I haven't followed it as much non-EPL wise especially. So the fact that when I woke up a couple of days ago and then the news broke that Jose Mourinho was sacked and he it's surprising.
1: Yeah, it's Jose Mourinho. Right? Obviously he's been sacked many times his career. Yes. But at the end of the day, he's one of the greatest coaches. But the consistency in with soccer. Jose
0: Mourinho is he gets sacked every two th- every two to three years. Yeah. For a while now. And I don't know if it's because of his personality, I don't know if it's because, you know, the coaching style and all that. Like I said, I've never been a Mourinho guy, but I could acknowledge that he's a top coach for a reason. He's okay,
1: yeah. Roma has Obviously, looking at standings wise, Roma are ninth. Yeah. A Roma team, yeah, I I wouldn't say they're like one, like the top tier in Italy. Like, I would still give that to Inter Milan, Juventus, Napoli, even though they've been struggling themselves, AC Milan.
0: He did win a Europa Conference League in 2022, which ended a 14 year trophy drought.
1: Yeah. So, the thing is this the, the recent, this firing. It's not like, you know, it's not like your typical firing, where like you know this guy will get a job again. The question mark is, is this Jose Mourinho's last job? That's the this that's the biggest takeaway I'm taking from this.
0: Soccer is so big around the world that I don't think it is. I think he could, might take a national team spot somewhere. Doesn't have to be Portugal, but it could be anywhere. The um, reason being is like he he's on the last his contract as when, well. When
1: when do you see Rose Jose Mourinho emotional? Yeah. He was he emotional did, after. He probably this did game. not expect it. Yeah. Well so, either. like, does he know that his his time might be up as a coach? Is he going to stop himself? He's known that like he accomplished so much in this game, right? And we can't take away doesn't doesn't matter if you like his playing style or not. He had a playing style that worked. Yeah. At the end of the day,
0: depending on the team, obviously, because I'm yeah. speaking on Man United here, but but you
1: know, um, Roma, obviously, yeah, it was it was a little bit surprised. Don't get me wrong. Like surprised. when I'm looking at his
0: managerial career, right? This is a timeline of a thing. 2000, he did Benfica. 01, 02, he did some random team called Unión De Liria. 02 to 04, Porto. 04 to 07, Chelsea. 08 to 2010, Inter. 2010 to 2013, Real Madrid. 2013 to 15, back to Chelsea. 2016 to 18, United. 2019 to 2021, Tottenham. 2021 to 2024, Roma. They're all three-year spurts at the most. Three to four-year spurts at the most, right? So that's the thing that I don't get. Like, why does it, Why is it only three to four years? Is it because early on? I don't know. It could be his choice that he wanted to leave. He got a better opportunity. Obviously, yeah, like when you... But lately, like ever since the second Chelsea return, from then on, we saw the reason why he got sacked from Chelsea. Then we saw the reason why he left Man United. We saw the reason why he left Tottenham. Now, Man United and Tottenham are not the best cases because of recent history of how they're managing and their clubs are around because Antonio Conte said the same thing about Tottenham. Yeah. And now Roma. The Roma one is a surprise. I understand it's a lack of results. Maybe they... Because they... Okay, so they ended up replacing him with club legend Daniel De Rossi. Maybe it was a plan all along to put a club legend like many of these Daniel clubs Daniel De Rossi. Even. But eh? it's not... It doesn't work... Not Outside of Zidane, club legends don't really work out. Look at Xavi. You know, we know a guy who's a big um, Barcelona fan. He's been putting out hashtag Xavi out for a while. Um, of course, uh, Ole Gunnar short didn't work out for a long-term thing as well. Whether that was rightfully so or not. You obviously have Lampard and... Um,
1: Chelsea... Chelsea, we all thought Gerard would be take over Liverpool, but he struggled. Al- you in can't, you can't even man Justin Villa, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the thing is, this Zidane's the only player and coach to kill it. Mourinho was a bad player, good coach, Pep was a okay player, good, good coach. great coach. So, yeah, there's, there's a timeline here, but the thing with Mourinho is like the genuine cause for concern is like he might be done for me potentially. Just cause I'm not saying like he won't, I'm not saying he won't get an opportunity. I'm saying that he might just call it quits himself.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I don't know because I, the style isn't there for men for that last that long. He always loses a locker room. Clearly. Is that always on Mourinho? Maybe not. Right. I don't think he's done. I think he wants to prove himself again. I think he might take a national team job somewhere. That's my opinion. Um, uh, I saw Mark Goldwood tweet. Tweet it should be um, <laughs> England, obviously. Imagine, yeah. But yeah, I I don't get it. Why is it three four years? It could be strictly contract ends and he just doesn't want to go back. Like I don't know. But even then, you would try to extend your contract. That's true. The, I, I he's
1: accomplished so much, but he hasn't he hasn't really accomplished longevity as a team, like exactly. in one team. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we'll leave it there. We're just, it's just a very surprising. I did not ex- expect to wake up that morning and see that news. Now, granted, we don't yeah. follow Siri. i I'm,
1: I'm not predicting he's done. I'm just, I'm getting concerned. Yeah. Like, I, I got to share that just because it might be, it could be the end of Mourinho.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, like I said, we already dropped our reaction to the Pascal t- Siakam trade. Um, we'll probably revisit it if some news pop up in the future, but I don't think it will. That was just our immediate reaction. Felt weird dropping on the same exact day, literally an hour or so later, yeah. <laughs> for the first time, it kind of helped. It was a snow day for us here in Vancouver, uh, Surrey. But other than that, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all the support we've been getting recently. Make sure you guys continue that, especially with the Canucks video. We're at nine point one k, our only video in the thousands. is almost yeah. gonna hit ten thousand. So like, and uh, so so like, comment, subscribe. Uh, And uh, for uh, social medias, make sure you guys follow it. Link down below in the link tree. Audio listeners, make sure you guys rate it, download it, review it. And uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys in the next one.
1: Peace. Peace.